don't know if we're live. We're live, we're live now. It, this is completely different than our regular schedule. It's, it's way trippy. We haven't been on a live event, nonetheless, you know, the gallery for a long time. So thank you guys for joining in. If we are truly live, because I haven't checked my Facebook. So let me let me hop on my phone real quick. Once again, thank you so much for joining hey. us tonight, man. Uh, tonight should be actually a really good uh, show for us. Uh, I encourage you guys to actually tune in throughout the whole the whole podcast. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely some heavy vibes, yo, and be ready. Be ready to tear up. I know myself, I'm, I'm getting really ready to do that. Oh, I, I know he's ready. Man, these are some really tough stories. I'm super excited for the Kicker Podcast to be out and about in the community. It's actually a really cool event, so I'm excited to, to be invited to uh, and we're excited to bring out some stories, bring out some truth, and, you know, how we can all be treated equal and help the community. Yeah, we are actually live, dude. I just confirmed that. I see now. Hey. We're live, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so to everybody out there on the, on the Facebook, Instagram, uh, I don't know, YouTube, Twitch, SoundCloud, I don't know, man. Every, everywhere you can find us, Anchor, Spotify, all those places. Thank you so much for tuning in week in and week out. Well, we're actually out here in uh, Pacific Coast Highway and Oceanside. Um, I think it's 530 South Pacific Coast Highway. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know the address. I'm sorry, but I, I know we're in Coast <laughs> Highway for sure. Put uh, it this no, way. If you know where vi the vital place is, you know, the rock climbing, indoor rock climbing is right in front of the venue, guys. If, if right you guys have a minute, place, an hour, like, maybe even two, just come over and check it out, man. It's yeah, definitely like, life-changing. Yeah, I, I definitely encourage you guys to come check it out. To all our local people, if you guys know where back Bagby's is and uh, Coast Highway, it's literally just right across the street. So <laughs> stop by, tune in, check us out live. Who knows? But, um, you know, th thanks again for everybody who, who's out there. Thanks for uh, Jordan, <laughs> who's actually the, the host, the photographer who um, got this whole gallery set up for us. You know, thank you, Jordan. He, he's out there in the background. Shout out to Humanity busy, Showers. Real good. Yeah, he's, a, he's actually the founder of the Humanity Showers. So. If you don't know what that is, you're going to find out a little later because we're going to bring out. Jordan on. He's actually a, a world-renowned uh, journalist, too. Right. He's going to go back to Africa right now, dude. And he's been out in the Middle East. He's been, he's been all over the place, bro. Jordan, if you guys don't know Jordan, get to meet him. He's a super badass guy. Shout, Shout out to Oscarine. Live yes. experiences. Hell yeah. Thanks for the invite. Homeboy brought us out here as a crew. Got the whole episode going. We were here on Monday, if you saw on the clips, so we didn't have episode that day, but we did have clips to go with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the thing about that, we, we we were planning on doing a show that day, but, uh, you know, things got a little bit deeper than they should have. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> but Every it time. Was, it, was, it was a beautiful experience, man, getting to know all these people, getting to know all these stories, and just seeing what the scene's about, like, uh, we were we were so impacted. We 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 just decided not to run a show that day, so we made that little video clip where you guys saw Louis and Jordan speaking with uh, Oscarine, and well, now we are actually out here on Wednesday, you know, doing this thing live. So thanks again for tuning in and uh, keep tuned. Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't take our words for it, man. Come on down. They're open till what next Tuesday, right here, five thirty yeah. South Coast Highway. Yeah. It's been a nine-day event all the way from the eleventh to the twentieth. Come by over here on Saturday. I got the word. It's going to be popping. Bruh, check it out. And I'm sure you guys heard of Oscarin because uh, you guys actually did something with them yes. uh, yeah, with last lift, year. Yeah, with experiences. Yeah, yeah. So Oscarin, he, he's been on the show plenty of times before. He's heavily involved with the community. So he, he's, he's our go-to guy. He's the one that lets us know when big, big moves are coming just on the, I guess you would call it the underground scene nowadays. I don't know. 
and on the Monday show, I know I know you didn't air. We didn't really air because we were just, uh, you know, brainstorming for it for today. But yeah. we also got to meet uh, that one cool dude that you know. Oh, J- shout out to Jimmy Figueroa Jimmy, as well. Yeah. Shout out to Resistance 760, the whole movement, bro. I'm always down with that, you know. Me and Jimmy, we go way back. That fool been knowing me since a young buck. Hey. <laughs> you guys didn't believe me till that. So Troublemaker. Got Troublemaker. Up, <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> but, man, now that we got the, the little intro going on, how how'd you guys been, man? How's your week been going? With all this uh, COVID restrictions kind of getting lifted up, you know. Oh man! Yeah. Um, I even even with right the whole now, restrictions, we still gotta be careful. Podcast show out here, you know, in in public. You guys are having yeah. your first show, right? Yeah. For the first time in a while. Yeah, you guys do all the time. You're at the you're at the uh, cup to mics uh, back in the day. You guys were almost at every like you know spot. It was pretty sick. Yeah, you, so. no, it's it's it, it was kind of crazy not being able to go to places live, but now that we're um, you know able to go out and, and do stuff like. We want to make sure that things are a little bit more meaningful, you know. Not not that the other shows weren't, you know, because they they always are to us. But you know, we want to make it more meaningful for the community, more meaningful for the people out here, and you know, uh, get everybody involved and get and just uh, back to what I've been saying for like the last last months, just like getting the whole community involved and getting us into that place where we could actually know each other, know our neighbors, and just uh, keep progressing within each other. Yeah, this is a really good event. We're super hyped. That's why we keep talking about it. But you'll know more details later. We don't want to spoil it. Um, as for me, though, I've, I've been super busy. We actually hit the ground running. We had an idea that Sandy or the California is going to maybe get out of a tier. So we already booked a great uh, event for May 1st. Uh, North County functions back. Yes, sir. Uh, it's been a year, but we're back 2021. Uh, so check it out. May 1st right here at 312 Via Del Norte, Oceanside, California at Oceanside Brewing Company. Uh, as for as tomorrow. Thursday, they got the open mic. Uh, Sunday or Friday, I got the Poetic Sanctuary in Oceanside right here at 301 Mission Avenue. Bliss Tea and Treats. Yeah. And then Saturday, I got that all day event I'm hosting with Oceanside Lens, uh, the music and lunches. Shout out to Oceanside Lens. Shout out to Oceanside Brewing Company, real quick. Yeah. Everything's at Oceanside Brewing Company except Bliss Tea and Treats, 301 Mission Avenue for Poetic Sanctuary. And then, of course, Sunday is the main event show. And then Monday's the kick is so. Uh, we're hitting the ground running with this tier uh, being open. Dude, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens and what keeps on going on, you know, because, like, it feels like we're a little bit more, more back to normal. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see more people being comfortable around each other. Like, I remember, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, like, everybody was freaked out. They're like, nobody wanted to be near <laughs> each other. Everybody was like, oh, I stay away from my grandma for a good know? while, yeah. dog, because I just, I was just shook. <laughs> but with that being said, you know, you guys are more than welcome to attend to any of the events that have just been called out right now. But stay safe, yo. You know, just because we're coming back and exactly. you know, we're reopening, exactly. don't think that, you know, Rona is not out there because it's out there. So go out there and have fun, but just stay safe, be safe. and know yeah. your surroundings. Yeah, be be safe more than anything, guys. Uh, we still got all these crazy ass variances going on. So, I mean, yeah, like the regular COVID is a little bit more handled, but just remember there's still other little um, uh, variances of the disease that, or uh, virus that are still going on. So, uh, still be safe, wear your mask, use hand sanitizer, wash your hands, and check out the show May 1st out there at Oceanside Brewing Company. North County Function, know. baby. North County Function, baby. Be there or be square, Bears. Because, know, man, get ready to shake the old Speaking case. of COVID, though, did you guys hear what happened with the Johnson uh, COVID vaccine? Yeah, Johnson Johnson? Didn't recall, right? They, yeah. They have it on stop right They now. said uh, only a limited amount of people, I think it was like 70,000 people had like blood clots because of it or something. Holy or shit. Or 70,000 people yeah. got it and some people got blood clots, so they pulled it from the the vaccination thing. But now there's also like a catch 22 because 
these aren't fully tested and this happens. And then now the Padres have opened up more seats, but you have to be vaccinated to go to certain seats. So, like, they're already bringing back segregation in a certain way. You See, know that's what I, mean? what I that's, that's what I was crazy. A, that's what I was afraid of, man. I was afraid of that the vaccination was going to have to be something mandatory for you to attend to anything. They're slowly making it. They're slowly And I'm pretty sure, man, for those who, who like to travel, you guys got to get that vaccine ready because – I could have swore I saw somewhere out there that you're going to be required to have a vaccine to be able to get in an airplane. And the scary part is, like, with the Johnson & Johnson one, you got to know which one you're getting because if you get the wrong one, bro. Well, it, the Johnson uh, & Johnson, that was, like, the the one dose. The right? one we shot, just yeah. take that one shot. I think uh, Pfizer or whatever is, like, a one shot, too. No, no, that's Pfizer is the two. That's the two-step one. Isn't there, like, three? Com- there was Johnson Johnson, that one, and there was another There's one. There's three, and then they're developing a fourth, yeah. And they all they all take two except Johnson & Johnson? But yeah, see, I don't know. I'm this, the sad part sure. about the vaccine, man, is just people are actually getting a, a little bit of miscommunication in that aspect, man. Just because you get the vaccine, it doesn't mean that you won't be able to get COVID anymore. People, well, do your research, okay? Before you go up. and think that just because you got a vaccine, you can go and act crazy because that's not really what's going on. And, and what a lot of people are thinking, too, is maybe they're not aware of, like, the situation. But, I mean, they're voluntarily giving it out, which means you're voluntarily taking it. So you are pretty much the test lab rat for this, this vaccination that's going on because they're not charging you for it. If they could make a profit off it, they probably would, they, like they do with cancer medicine and everything like that. So you're volunteering for this shot. It's not mandatory yet. So be careful what you're putting in your body. Again, it's all about doing your research, man. You, you got to really know what goes in your body. And even then, you know, I, I could have swore that I saw this on TV. There was a doctor talking about it, man. Any vaccine has uh, side effects. Oh, yeah. There's no such thing as a vaccine that you put on, on your body or on yourself and you won't have any type of side effect. But, you know... Just to be secure, you got to be able to do your research, man. You know, just don't don't go blind. Don't be a sheep. Man. Yeah. Be your own leader and do your own research before you put yourself at risk. Yeah, exactly. please be educated. There is side effects for everything. Any drug that you consume, there's side effects. Viagra, if it goes on for six <laughs> hours, see a doctor. Yeah. If you smoke too much this pot, will, will uh, stay away from the munchie aisle. Right? <laughs> like, there's side effects to everything. But let's 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 come back to it. We're getting a little bit off topic here, bro. You know what we're here for tonight, dog. No, we do. We we kick it, man. But we're actually at at a great event right now. So without further ado, I'll give up my seat for my man right here. Without further ado, the man, the CEO of this thing, Jordan. Yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, Hey, what's what's up, up, Jordan? Once again, this is Jordan Verdeen. He's the host for tonight. He's the one that was able to uh, pull up this gallery for us. So uh, thanks again, Jordan, for joining us and for pulling this up together, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, hey, thank you, man. Thank it. you for actually pulling this together, man. And it's... for bringing all these stories, first and foremost, man. Like, honestly, like, how, how you put it on Monday, like, you you would have never thought that all these people out here in this exhibition are basically our neighbors. Like, yeah. that, that, that's, that's, that's a shocker to me, man, for real. Yeah, so every photo that's in this space, there's uh, 30 portraits in this space, and every single photo that's here was photographed within one mile from here. So it's not like, but well, where are these people from? They're, they're from Oceanside. They were, half of them were photographed right here at the transit center. Wow. And so uh, according to Oceanside statistic, we have uh, over 300 people experiencing homelessness and 30 of those people are here uh, in the walls. And two, some of them are here in the space. Some of them were here today. And so, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't here on Monday, man, but give me a little bit of more insight of, of about yourself you know what yeah. drove you to actually do this man because yeah it, it takes a lot from a man or a woman to be able to humble themselves down you know from from where you're standing at right yeah. now 
and be able to put this together. So give me a little bit more background about yourself, man. What what drove you to do this? And, you know, basically, basically, yeah, what, what drove you to this, man? What was the reason? Yeah, so I grew up um, doing a lot of different types of works in Christian, non-Christian, doing mission work, non-mission work. Uh, and so I was working overseas at the time. I was working in East Africa and doing like these projects with clean water and then i remember at the time i was thinking to myself like it's cool that we're doing all these things overseas and abroad but locally at home i wasn't doing anything and um so for me i i come from a family of addiction my my father was actually a heroin addict oh shit bro. you know and and i saw he's recovered now and he's doing good and and he but so i remember like all the the bias and stereotypes that were associated with those types of lifestyles with people that went through that. And so then I remember thinking like meeting people on the streets and all the bias that people implicit biases, like you see someone and automatically you have a thought about them, whether it's good or bad. And so what I wanted to do was challenge that bias. And the way that you challenge the bias is one, we have a, a conversation like the way we are or you, like an interaction or you read like new information so the new information allows you to create a new inference, a new thought, which challenges your idea about people on the street or just people in general. So then that's when I started. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to start interviewing people and learning about them. And so I, I set out on a project that I wanted to interview 500 people on the street experiencing homelessness. And so I started doing these audio interviews first and just asking people questions about their life. And then what was the biggest challenge about experiencing homelessness and the the number one challenge that kept arising was lack of access to hygiene lack of access to showers the second biggest need and necessity that was brought up was the lack of being seen as a human being heard being acknowledged so then what we did was we, we launched a campaign to build our first mobile shower trailer in which now we have three mobile showers we do um showers three times a week in oceanside and then the second thing was we launched a campaign where I wanted to start printing stories and sharing them so that people could see them, people could hear them, people could acknowledge them and challenge their bias. And so I've interviewed about close to 400 people on the streets already. And so I'm going to jump my project up to a thousand people because I don't want it to be over yet. You know, I'm really enjoying this. And and so, I, I encourage don't you stop. to keep, don't keep stop. on going. Yeah. Man. What was one of your biggest challenges putting all this together? What in regards to the show or just in general? In regards, like, well, in general, man, because you just said it right now. I think the biggest challenge we have is, you know, we humankind, we, yeah. we tend to be very judgmental, yeah. you know what I mean? So what was your biggest challenge, if you, you know, now that being said? You know? my, I, I guess my biggest challenge was, one, with myself and then believing in myself and overcoming the biases that I always had. Because even though, like, I work with people – and I'm telling people like, hey, let's overcome the bias. I would still hold tons of bias and tons of judgment. So like personally, that was my biggest challenge. But then to get this project up and off the ground, like as the showers and as photos was, I don't know, it was like people believing in me as a, a Latino, you know, as and getting support from the community, like having to prove that I could do the work too, that, that a, a person, uh, a Latino, a Mexican could run an organization that didn't have to like be a part of an organization, but I could actually like start our own. And so that was kind of like one of the biggest obstacles that I faced a lot was like 
people even still now people meet me and they'll be like yo so who runs the showers you know i'm like yeah oh we do they're like you guys do and they're like yeah we do yeah. you know so it's just see and, and there it goes again man is is that 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 stereotype you know yeah. that that judge the judgmental trigger that we all as humans have man and, and inside man i'll be honest with you i was reading some of the stories back here yeah and i i got to read one one of the guys saying that he feels invisible yeah. you know what i mean and and it hits me man like it really hits me not only just because you know i'm reading it but i'm also very emotional so that, and yeah. that's that's some that's some that's, that's a story for another yeah. you know another time but just reading that man the fact that somebody tells you that they feel invisible then we're failing man i yeah. feel like i'm failing i feel like we're all failing as humankind because that's that's, the, that's really the way we should all be looking at each other man i've always said it and i'll keep backing it up till the day i die man you know there's no such thing as brown red purple black yellow you know what i mean it, it, we're all one humankind man yeah. and reading reading that for me was very strong the fact that somebody tells you that we make them feel like they're invisible yeah. man then you know it, it's time to be awakened and, yeah. and really do something about it because nobody should be able to feel that way you know yeah not in this world not in any world man so i mean i i really do appreciate your work man and i'm really happy that i that i could be part of it because you know i read all of this man and it's like it humbles me a little more you know and i yeah. feel like that's what we all need sometimes yeah we get so caught up in the the values that we have all, all the valuables we have you know that we forget our own worth as a human yeah and we're worth eons so if we can feel that way then we should be able to contribute to other people and yeah. i thank you for that no man. thank Honestly. you brother i appreciate it yeah no for real big time jordan thank you so much man because uh I, i totally agree with juan dude like there's so many uh stereotypes that come to like certain uh categories of people and this and that like and It's it's unfair, dude, and I feel like some of it has to do with like our Western media's and stuff like that. Because like, if you were to go to, uh, I, I don't know, uh, let, let's say uh, Switzerland, for example, yeah. like they would treat like uh, addiction and stuff completely different yeah. than how we deal with it over here, man. Like, did they actually see it as a disease that it yeah. is? Because it's it is it is mostly mental, dude. It's yeah. not it's not that you are a fiend to, yeah. per se. It's just that yeah. you, you just can't help yourself because you're you're, you're You're basically uh, you're you're one with yeah. your addiction. You know, yeah. it's 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 so intense. Then too, a lot of times too, something that's different too that that there there's the misconception stereotype that all homeless are alcoholics and drug addicts. But the thing that that they're missing to talk about is that there's trauma that happens to people, and they lack the coping mechanisms and the options that are available to them on the street that are accessible. They don't have uh, options to seek mental health and all these other options that people who aren't housed, so their coping mechanisms do become alcohol, do become drugs. So it's not necessarily that the drugs and alcohol led them to the streets, but while they're on the streets, it led them to using drugs to cope with their pain, to cope with the letdown, to cope with the invisibility, to cope with the dehumanization that they go through. So could you say that society is a big part of what's going on? Society is a trigger. You know, people have unresolved traumas, and as long as those traumas exist, society can re-trigger them and trigger them. And so it's not, and it's not making an excuse. It's not saying like, oh, well, that that's just a, a cop out. Like, no, like people read some of these stories, get to know them. They have real life traumas that happen to them. They lost a loved one. Uh, uh, their mom died of cancer. They they lost their job. Their spouse cheated on them. They, domestic abuse survivors, and they had no family, no fallback to land yeah. on. And yeah. so they end up on the streets. They come out here on the streets. Um, 
they they have this optimism, this hope. Right now, you guys will hear from someone. Yep. His name's Brett Strong, and you can I'll, I'll let him tell his story. And yeah, yeah. You can hear about that. Like, so there's no yep. better person to hear from from the streets, but people don't see that when they're out here and the things that they go through. There's no more options. You know, they start oh, feeling they don't exist, that they're not real. And so like drugs and alcohol allows them to feel some sense and numb some of that pain, you know? And so I'm not making excuses for them, but just start hearing these stories and seeing what these people go through. And it's going to really challenge the way that you see like, Oh, that person's a drug addict. No, that person's coping with their pain with what's available to them. You know, stop asking like, why is this person homeless? But like, what happened that led this person to be homeless? Big facts. What happened that led this person to use drugs, you know? And start 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 changing the questions we ask. Start changing the way that we look at people, you know? Yeah. More yeah. than anything, well, we should really it, stop asking all those questions and start asking yourself as a person, what can yeah. we do to help them out? Yeah. You know, I think that's that's the biggest thing that we could do. Yeah. Stop, stop asking why and start doing something about it. And so I want to tell you something, too, is that like a lot of people will be like, oh, that's cool, man. You know, you have uh, shower trailers. And so that's how you can help people or you have nice camera. And that. so but I don't have any of things. So, you know, that you start doing something for people with nothing, with what you have. Like it doesn't take anything to acknowledge a person. It doesn't take anything to have a conversation besides your time. Like. Before we had mobile shower trailers, we were providing showers for people with wipes and buckets. So it's not like we didn't let our inability, we didn't let our lack of resources, our lack of showers keep us from doing things. That's just an excuse. So like if people want to say like, well, you have all these things that's so you're able to do something, you can do something with exactly what you have. Like your time is the best asset. The best thing that you can give to anyone on earth is your time. Like right now, what you guys are giving to me, your time in this is the best thing you can give anyone. And on the streets, that's the best thing you can give them. Like just acknowledging them, just spending time. Just what's your name? Look at them in the eyes. Smile. Hello. How are you? Costs nothing. You know, we could do that for free and you don't need any special skills. You don't obviously have caution. And and so I'm not saying just go out there and but I'm saying have caution and use common sense. But know that it doesn't require anything special just to be kind to someone. Being kind is free, you know? Yeah, I was just about to say that, dude. It doesn't take any amount of dollars to just walk up to somebody, say hi, and, you know, treat them just as you would like to be treated. Yeah. Can I can I take time then to introduce the guest? Yeah. yeah I can actually so introduce the right strong. Now, Let's get so. a good insight on this. Yeah, He's so. A nice guy. No, no, no. Ladies you can say, Jordan. I'll, I'll step out I'll, real quick. So, like, no, yeah. I, I could do it. No. Nah, no, 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 no. I got the message. Ah, all right, all right. <laughs> let, let, Strong, can you come up? I'm going to step up, bro. Yeah. No, 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 you're good. Bruce is actually going to step up for us. No, I just wanted to say hi to some people, but I'll, I'll talk for a few minutes. No, thank you, Mr. Brett. Thank yeah, you for stepping in. His name is Brett Strong. Brett. How you doing tonight, sir? Good, good. So I think the easiest way we could do this is Brett um, – why don't you just give them a little background about who you were before you experienced homelessness and then how you ended up on the streets. And yeah, so you can just start there. And I was born and raised in Olsen side. And uh, I moved to Michigan when I was 15 with family to finish school. And then uh, my dad, my mom died in 1986. And then my dad died in 2003. And I came back out here, and uh, I had a house out here, and we have a house in Michigan. And uh, I was working full-time, and 
doing real good and had a real good job. And then uh, got laid off in 2010. Or actually, I had a stroke in 2008. And I got laid off in 2010. And it started going downhill. My health, I got diabetes. And uh, I couldn't, couldn't really work that much no more. And uh, started getting into drugs and stuff real heavy. And then uh, got arrested in 2012. And I uh, went to jail for most of 2012. And then uh, I got out of jail in 2013. And, and uh, I uh, was back to work and doing good again, you know. And, and then uh, I had a heart attack in 2015. And uh, started going downhill from there. Hey, Mr. Benson. So, so the 2010s were just not it for you, right? Yeah, it's just got laid off because it was a recession and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, we were slow at work, so I mean, it's just like nothing I could do. I, I had a loan on my house, and I, I was getting behind the payment, so I had to do a quick sale on it. And uh, then, then I got busted for the drugs, and uh, I just started going downhill from there, and and uh, I couldn't work again after 2015, after the heart attack, and uh, just uh, it was real hard to, to do anything, you know. I mean, when you're, you're not able to work, and, and you're sitting there, and then then in 2017, I became homeless, and uh, I couldn't pay no bills or nothing, so. My roommates and stuff, you know, they they didn't they like me and stuff, but you know, it's like nobody wants to pay for somebody to live there and not no not, definitely not have no money and uh so then I've been I was uh, homeless from 2017 till 2020 right at the beginning of 2020 we got housing again and uh just uh it was just, it was tough. And then times all so Brett, talk about how you would tell me the 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 the, the what you would face on the street, the invisibility, the people oh, yeah. walking past you. It's and- like people would go by you and grab their kids and go to the other side of the road. Uh, you know, just act like they didn't see you or no, you know, just not acknowledge you and this is this it's pretty hard, you know. What would that people- do to you as a person? No, it's all right, Sorry, Mr. Brett. Take your time, man. Take your time. We, we, we don't have to go there, Mr. Brett. It's all right. See, man, this, this is what we're talking about, people. It's just that misconception of, you know, everybody believing or thinking that, you know, everybody comes from a drug problem. And, you know, it, it's time for us to deliver a message to the community. We can't just say we are a community. And then when we go out there, we're, we're, we're definitely showing the complete opposite, you know? Yeah. We got to understand that these are just people just like us. You know what I mean? You could be rich, you could be poor, but at the end of the day, you're going to be a person. You're a human. You yeah. know, you go you go to heaven. If you believe in a heaven or you believe in a hell, when you when you die, you're not going to take your money. You're not going to take your millions. So it's time to really look at ourselves and, and, and reflect upon what we have and be thankful for what we have. But at the same time, be able to acknowledge the yeah. people that don't have anything. You know what I mean? It's 
they don't have anything, but they don't have anything not because they're in drugs. They don't have anything because, like, he explained it, like, you know, like, like, the, like the guy we have here right now, Mr. Brett, explaining his life. You know, there's there's certain things in our lives that sometimes take us to the wrong place, but, you know, that happens to everybody, man. Yeah. That happens to everybody, you know. Today you could be in a good place. Tomorrow you may never know. So please, man, take take the time to reflect upon yourself. And it's time for us to really do something about it. We, we can't keep letting our brother or sister keep going through all this type of stuff and be okay with it, man. Like I said, we're blessed enough to have what we have. Yeah. But, you know, humble yourself enough to be able to share what you have. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be millions of dollars, man. Sometimes, like like our, our friend here said, you know, sometimes all it takes is an hour of your time to be able to acknowledge them, to make them feel that they truly are a part of us because yeah. they are a part of us. Yeah. 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 So please, if, if you guys have the time, you know, share your time with, with, with somebody because, uh, I, I see I see this all this time, like all the time, especially on the social media, like where people are like fake kind and fake yeah. nice, where they're like, oh, I'm out here supporting and whoop de whoop, you know, I'm giving them $20 or I'm giving them a burger. And it's like, you don't have to go through all that. You don't have to put a camera in somebody's exactly. face. Yeah. Just be there, be yeah. in the moment and be genuine. You don't you don't need all that extra stuff. You don't you don't need the attention like it's not necessary just it really isn't man it please really, it just really be is not necessary. just do it out of your heart please honestly sir i i have no words you know probably to at ease the pain you feel right now and never in a million years will i be able to make you feel any better because of us because it is us society is us and i can't apologize for what they did But in a way, I do want to apologize for you ever feeling that you're not visible. Because you are visible. In my eyes, you are visible. You know what I mean? If, if, if I believe in a God, then I should be able to believe that my brother and my sister, if they're in need, then I should be able to lend a hand. And I do apologize for all those years that you ever felt like you were invisible, sir, because you were not. You, you yeah. were just See, like I, me. I was one of those people that ignored them. <laughs> I'd walk by them and, and it's and it's sad, man. It's sad. It's sad, and, and and it hurts me too to be able to see you go through this and be able to express yourself. It hurts. It really does hurt, you know. And and nobody's ever gonna be able to experience what anybody goes through unless you put yourself through it, you know. Yeah. So, being that said, again, sir, there's nothing that we could possibly say that's gonna take that pain away from you because you had to live through it. But if there is something that I could ask you to never, never, never ever give up is your hope. Because the moment we give out hope in this world, then that's the, that's the, that's the day that this world is over to us. Yeah. I, I got hope, man, you know. But. So in January of this year, he, he is now one year and six months off the streets. There you go. And so he There was also are. something special about Brett was he was the first shower that we ever did in Humanity Showers. And he also helped come up with the name. He brought up the name for Humanity Showers. And so he came up with that name. So we have like a special connection. And and even now, like, no, that he's no longer on the streets. I still spend one to two days a week with him, like building that relationship, still cultivating that friendship. So it's like it goes beyond like now. It's like, yeah, we see oh, you. But then what? Once you're no longer homeless, then what? You know, so it's like, no, like now I have like 
pretty much adopted him into my life, into my family. So now, like, he's on his birthday, we have him over for birthday. He comes over for Christmas. He comes over for Thanksgiving. So it's not like it doesn't just end when they get off the streets because a lot of times it's like the trauma is like no family, no connections, no community. And so we talk about like, oh, we are society, but yet we want people to get better. We want people to do better, but we don't want to help them and we don't want them to do better in our backyard or in our community do do better but not with me it's like so no i want it's like i want to walk with you i want to do better i want you to do better and i'm going to walk with you so you can do better so it's just like a lot of people talk about doing good but there's a difference between talking and actually doing it and so i just want to encourage people like like i said it does not take anything cost anything just to extend just a smile when you see someone on the street when people have become like invisible i'm saying like people will how many times like if if any person you're driving down the street and you see a dog running across the street by itself people will slam on their brakes run run across the street and jump in front of a car to save a dog but how many times have we passed by seeing our brothers and sisters passed out laying on the ground it doesn't even phase us you know that's true dude and uh and i think it's i think it's kind of like a west coast thing honestly because like uh, I, I I somewhat kind of experienced it myself, you know, when you walk past somebody and you're like, hey, good morning, and they just look at you like super weird, like, whoa, yeah. what the hell is wrong with you? Again, man, it does that's, that all has to do with all the labels we have. Yeah, There's a bunch of labels, and I think that's the first thing we have to break. And, sir, to you, all I have to say is thank you so Great. much. Thank you so much because you didn't give up on us. You know, it, it's not that we gave up on you, but you didn't give up on us. You know what I mean? You you, you yeah. kept your faith, man, and I appreciate that. Because there's a lot of people that give their hope up in, in society and they go out there and they start doing crazy things. You know what I mean? So I applaud you and I thank you. I congratulate you. You cleaned yourself up. You picked yourself up. You didn't give up on society. You didn't give up any hope. And I thank you for that, man. I, I, I appreciate that. You should. This should be a perfect example to all of us. And, and if anything, we should feel a little ashamed, you know, that, that, that we we have to hear somebody else tell us their story to be able to open up our eyes. You know, it doesn't take that long, man. It doesn't take that much. You should be able to step outside and, and, and really see the reality of this world because I, I definitely believe it, it, it will change so much, man. So once again, sir, I, I appreciate see, it. I, I thank I, you for I went that. to the, the outreach and stuff in Oceanside for two years before – Jordan, we met Jordan. He took our pictures and stuff, and, and I was going through the outreach, and, and they never did anything for me, you know. Jordan comes around, and the first month he's here, he, he got us in housing and, and and stuff like that, going to church and and everything like that, and it just it was a whole different thing, you know. And they're supposed to—that's their job to do, you know. And yep. he did it because he just wanted to. Man, thank no, you so no, much no, for doing that, here, Jordan. And, you know, and thank you for sharing your story, Mister 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 Brent. And uh, so, so you're like fully successfully uh, independent and on your own now. Yeah, we oh, we God. live in a house with eight or six or seven people right now. But yeah, we got our own place that we stay at. And... No, that's great. I, I do have one question though before before we take our break. Uh, I, I I know that you were put in a rough spot and. Uh, at the turn where you were officially out and about and on your own, I, I am curious, uh, were you able to file like a bankruptcy or were you still collecting bills? No, I got it's collecting bills still. Oh, dang. But, but I mean, I, I get GR from the welfare office 
and I, I'm getting uh, disability supposedly right now, but they haven't I haven't been able to get a hold of them right now. But I'm gonna be getting back pay for like to, from 2017. You know, I've been out of work since uh, 2015. Okay. So it's been it's been for a long time that I've been when I was on the streets for three years and uh, trying to work, but I couldn't. You know. But, yeah, no, there's so many little things here that make it a little bit more difficult, like not being able to have a physical address or, or even like a, a source of transportation. Although, although we do have the sprinter and the bus and all that stuff, but it's it's still tough to try to pay the ticket. I tell you what, unless you got the showers, it's stupid to even try to work. You know, I mean, you stink going to work. People don't want to be around you. You know, you go for an interview. People don't want to be interviewing you. You know, and it's it was it was tough. With, with that being said, if you guys heard, you know, he was actually, he actually served our country. So, America, you should be ashamed for that because we're leaving our people, you know, our troops out in the streets and we're not lending a hand. What good are we? What, are, what good are we as a country if we can't even help our people that are serving our troops, man? Really, really, we should be ashamed of that. We really should. So, with that being said, we thank you so much, sir, for giving us your yeah. testimony yeah, and being here with us tonight. And I think we're going to take a little break. All yeah, right. yeah. Thanks, we guys. Go. Thank you, man. We're going to take a break, guys. Thank you so much for still tuning in. Uh, we have Mr. Brett right here. Well, well, we got Jordan out here. We got Juan out here. And you guys got myself. And then Luis is out there in the back, so you can't really see him today. Cool. But uh, thank you guys again. We'll see you guys shortly. This is All the right. Kick It Podcast. You already know. Thanks, guys. We're, we're, yes, sir. Yeah. Th th thank you guys. So everybody who's out there tuning in and still stay tuning in. Thank you so much. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, we're out here next to Coast Highway. Uh, and now we got Miss Jasmine over here from Emi Palma. And she's going to, you know, let us know how she got involved with this whole scenario that we got going on today. So, Ms. Jasmine, thank you again for joining us. Hell yes, everything. Yeah, yeah, tell, tell thank you, thank you. Sorry. There you oh, go. oh, okay. It was, just, it was just off, sorry. All right, for sure, for sure. Um, so, like, I mean, growing up, we were all, like, Everyone stops. Sorry, we all grew up really poor. Um, Brother Benos, I don't know if you know, you know, Brother Benos. Yes, that area I, there. I know Brother Benos. Like that crate, um, they used to have like lower income housing, like food wise. That crate was the only crate we'd get for the month. That's the only food we get for them for the month, for the week, for anything, you know. Um, and then I would go there all the time. I would see these homeless folks there. I would shower with them, you know. It's like I I grew up with people all around my life. And my mo my mother always taught me like you can't really judge somebody for the way that they are because you never know. Like even you see it in these pictures, you never know what your life is going to be like. One change done. You lose your job. You might, you might be on the streets. You lose a friendship. You lose a loved one. And you know, you never know how it's going to be. Um, so yeah, we always grew up really poor, but then as of like a couple of years ago, actually, we finally got our own house. Like we still rent it, but it's still, it's our own place. It, was, it used to be four of us. We used to rent one room in different housings and I've lived for the first, I want to say, 15 years of my life, I moved 10 times. You know, wow. we couldn't every single time we couldn't afford the housing. 
the housing prices that went up. We moved all around Oceanside. You know, I've lived everywhere around Oceanside. But I've always stayed here. So I've always found such a passion for Oceanside and my community. Um, but then once we were able to have, like, a structure, like, now I have my own car. Now I have all this stuff. Like, I understand my privilege, you know? And that's something that's really important because once you understand your privilege, you can see how you can help out a community, how you can help out your friends, your neighbors, everybody definitely. around you, you know? Um, so I would volunteer with an amazing San Diego group. It was, it's still going on. It's led by this um, Latina um, college student. It's Feeding Dago. She shout out Feeding Dago. Shout out Feeding Dago. Yeah, they're um, they're so sick. Um, she they do mobile distributions uh, to our houseless folks, and I would help out every single month. But then the thing is, like, I felt amazing because I got to help out people, you know. But then yeah, I'd, definitely. I'd drive back home, and then I'd see people on my streets, and I'd be I'd. I'd almost feel like, I don't know, I'd almost feel like a fraud saying, like, I helped out these folks, and I feel amazing because I did that. But then I'd come to my streets, and then I'd see there's folks on my streets that I could have fed, that I could have helped. So once COVID hit, um, I realized that a lot of the social services that were in place got shut down because of COVID restrictions, because we went into red tier, because we went into purple tier. So then once that started, that's when I really wanted to help out my community. And then, um, so en mi palma... It's English. I mean, in English, it's in my palm. And it's the idea of that in the palm of my hands, like, I can make a difference. I can make a difference in my own street. I can make a difference in my own city. I can make a difference in my own country, you know? Um, so we started with me being bored because I, I stopped working because retail, it's not an essential job, you know? So, <laughs> so I was laid off for, like, a couple months. And I just made jewelry because I just thought it was cool, you know? But then once um, once I realized that these social services are being lacked, that's when I started being like, I can actually make a change with that. So we started two things. We started the jewelry business. So everything is handmade by us. Um, so these ones right here, handmade by us. Um, and then with that money, like we make absolutely no money from this. Everything goes is by the community, for the community, to the community. Um, so we distribute, we first started with distributing monthly because we were fairly new and we started this back in October. So we actually haven't even hit a year yet. Um, so then once we started realizing like, Hey, we're getting more followings, we're getting more support, we're getting more interaction with the community now. And now it's gone to the point where we distribute every single Sunday meals, aid, everything, a conversation to our homeless folks. And I think the biggest thing that we take from it is a conversation because a lot of the times you'll see someone on the street. A lot of people will see someone on the street. They'll go out of their way to cross the street so they won't have to walk with them. That, go, that's exactly what Mr. Brett was saying earlier today. Yeah. And it's, it's so crazy because you will see someone on the street and people will immediately judge. And it's not really, you can't really blame a person because it's like, that's the way that they were raised, you know? And it's like, it's so institutionalized that you really have to change that stigma around everything, you know? Oh, big time. So, yeah. Well, I, I can be the devil's advocate with that because there, yeah, yeah. there are some weirdos on the street, but like, don't judge a whole community by one person. Exactly. You know? And, you know, I'm not going to deny the fact there's people that do drugs on the street. There's people that drink alcohol on the street. But then again, there's people that have a house, that have a car, that are multimillionaires that drink, that do drugs, you know? And it's not their fault. The people on the street, they may do that, but it's because they're trying to escape the whole reality that the institution has faced on them, you know? Sometimes it's not, it's out of their control. It's, it's not really their fault. Well, like you we were saying, you know, growing up, you know, kind of in poverty, you have more of a, of a personal relation to someone who, who you like, 
like we were talking about on Monday, we're only one step away from being homeless ourselves. Exactly. Dude, no. yeah. Dude we totally hit that you on know. Monday. Like literally any any one of us here, especially in California, Southern California to be exact, because it's super expensive. Yeah. We're all 30 fucking days away from being homeless. Yeah. Straight up. Real shit. No, yeah. It's it's even it's so scary to think about because mm-hmm. the cost of living goes up every single year. But the amount of minimum wage, it cannot pay for that. They expect us to come out of college with a bachelor's degree, with everything. But it's like, no, you have to really work your way. But then they expect you to just catch up to the cost of living. Where if they're not helping us, we're not going to get there. You know? It's it's absolutely insane. No, especially out of college, I think they try to pay you like $18 an hour or something like that. And it's no, like, horrible. damn, bro, that's... Hey, you still got to prove it. Like, I, you I got a degree, you got a degree, and you still got to prove it. In the, exactly. In the, in exactly. the work world. Like, and then minimum on. wage is still... 14 an hour. I mean, I don't know how much you guys are getting paid, but minimum wage is $14 an hour right now, which is, it's ridiculous. Like, maybe that will work in, a, in another state, but in California, it absolutely will not. You know? that, that doesn't that, that doesn't stretch far enough, especially now with having to pay for life insurance and all these other little things like a cell phone bill or maybe exactly. even gas. Like, it, it adds up real freaking exactly. quick. And that whole thing, again, it's so institute. Like, even healthcare is a for-profit business. Taxes came around. I had to pay $600 because I can't afford health insurance. I had, that had to come out of my taxes, which is stupid because why are they going to tax somebody? when? Why are they going to tax me when I can't afford to pay health care continuously? Yeah, it makes no sense. It absolutely makes no sense. It's it's infuriating, too. Like, why are you going to tax somebody? It's almost insulting. It? it very is insulting. It, it extremely is insulting, yeah. it's like, Man, I'm already submitting to you that I'm, I'm not really made of money. And you're not, now you're going to charge me. gonna charge me for being The poor. only money I do get, you're going to take it. Exactly. Like, and holy, I, they've said it before, like, being homeless, being lower income is such a profitable business, profitable business that they're going to keep it that way. They're going to keep it that way for years because they know that they can make money off of this. And it's, it's a sad truth, but it's something that we really have to think about and realize as people. And that the government is just... It's, I don't know. It's. I mean, I can go on about this, but it's just. It's I think just we all can. We were like, oh yeah, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all can. <laughs> it's not cool. The, the rent's too damn high. It, it absolutely is. Oh yeah, you can ask anybody in California. Yeah. You can ask the richest dude or the brokest dude. Rent is too damn high. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so it's as, crazy. As you just said, you can ask the poorest person or the richest person. Regardless, it's going to be too high. <laughs> no one's going to be able to keep up with this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah, but, and actually, yeah. I, I was talking to a couple of my friends earlier today. Like, uh, it, it's just it's crazy to see uh, even now, like the current housing market and like. Just trying to be like a first-time homeowner, it's it's rough, especially with the way the the wage gap or the wealth gap is. Like, it's either you're rich or you're fucking broke. Like, yeah. there's no intermediate. If you're yeah. intermediate, then you're you're still broke. You're barely making exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, being middle class in in California is still poor. Is low. Hell yeah. It's so still poor. Yeah. But um. But yeah, that's why we. That's why I started. I got my friend Alex. I was like, I really want to do this. Can you help me? Can you be there with me? And so both of us co-founded this. We started off with one distribution yeah, a month. Closer. Yeah. We started with one distribution a month. Now we do every single Sunday. Now we're helping our community as much as we can. And it's gotten to the point where it's not the it's not us helping out someone in need. It's us being there with our friends. Like I have made such raw, real connections farther than I've made with friends from high school, farther than I've made with friends from college, farther than I made for, with friends from work, from out of college, from everything. So two things. Uh, yes. What do you, what do you do to help, and where is it located at? Where can they like? Okay, so um, our whole area is Enri Palma. We distribute to every um, anybody in need around all of Oceanside, California. Um, we have a little plug. We have two Instagrams. 
We have one, which is Enri Palma, which just talks about our distributions, what we do, volunteer work, how you can help, how we help out our community. Um, and then we have like just our shop page, which is just like the earrings, which honestly, I think it's amazing because it's like, yeah, you get cute jewelry, but you get cute jewelry and you get to help somebody. Like, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. One, actually one pair of earrings can help feed. It's three meals and about two hygiene kits. Really? Yeah. And it's so crazy because it's so cost effective to help somebody, yet the help is lacking, you know? Yeah, and it's crazy that uh, people like in poverty, you know, kind of like in our, in our bracket of taxes, are willing to help out our fellow man more than someone who's like can really afford it. Exactly. And that, that's kind of what we want to bring awareness to and a wake up to like, man, you can afford you know, an extra $100, man. That, that can mean a world to a few people. Exactly. That can yeah. get some people off the street. That can get some people a job. And so, yeah, I mean, this is a great cause. You know, I already know what they're, they're talking about. They're talking about mobile washing machines yeah. and drying machines to, like, to help the community. So, I mean, yeah, definitely. If you want to donate, man, reach out to the Kick It. Also, you know, go check out their events and yeah, check out their Instagrams. showers. I mean, everything that Jordan and Oscar does is absolutely amazing. Like, I was blessed enough that Jordan reached out to me and said, like, I want you here every single week, every single day this week because yeah. it's a community. You know, you help each other good? out. It's been going amazing, actually. Thank you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's so crazy because, um, like, this past thing, this past voucher has happened in Oceanside, California. Yeah. Like, I'm, I might get a little too out there. So if I get, I get no, too, no, please, no, you're all right, Ms. Jasmine. Please tell me, just stop. But oh, no, no, we, on this show, we really don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, for sure, for sure, for sure. First, first talk about the voucher. You got to be like emotional. I would think get the message out because one, because a point's got to get across one way or the fuck another, right? I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So as of, I believe it was two weeks ago, Wednesday night, Chris Rodriguez introduced this. Well, the, the voucher was introduced in May. Um, it's this whole voucher program. It extends over six months. Um, but in reality, people only get housing for 20 days. And you can't get sober in 20 days. You can't get into a housing program in 20 days. You can't even lose weight in 20 days unless you do some well, can't get your ID in 20 days. You, you can't do anything in 20 days. You, you could probably lose like five pounds in 20 days. I mean, like healthy. Maybe you can if they're on drugs, yeah. they can. Hell maybe. yeah. Three. <laughs> you can lose five pounds in a day, the right drug. Best I can do. <laughs> yeah, best I can do. But I mean, the whole housing program is like, it's just ridiculous. And at that same city council meeting, it targeted a specific community. But they didn't even bother to ask anybody from that single community how they would feel, how they would affect them. We had a, all the grassroots organizations that we work with during that city council meeting. We called in and we voiced their voices because no one else bothered to hear them. No one else bothered to check up on them. And the same vote, it was about, we were there for three hours. The second that the comments stopped, they immediately voted five to one. Like they already had that plan in mind. They didn't care for anything that any comment that we had to say. That's all we need to speak of as a community. Exactly, know. exactly. That same morning, the next day, 6 a.m., the cops and city code enforcement were already there putting up signs telling them they have four days to leave, they have four days to pack up their stuff and move somewhere else, take the voucher, or they'll get fined. Why actually, would you find somebody? Is that, is that the right there on Oceanside Boulevard? That little. So actually, yesterday I saw uh, a that's video today. from that's somebody. About Popeyes in the Starbucks, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that, that's like, they're my neighbors, dude. I live like right down there. Dude, they're gone now, dude. Yesterday they kicked them out. It was a video from a neighbor filming. Like, this is unreal. Yeah, they're all yeah. gone now. And today they Damn. put stones right there. And, with they, a, they, with a and they wanted to be a happy ending, like, oh, they're in a hotel but, like, for 20 days. And then they got to figure it out again. You know, no, it's I mean, crazy. From what I can think of, the whole 20 day thing is because they're trying to get as many people as they can. Because if you read about it, they can be like, oh, we actually housed 
300 homeless folks, but in reality, they house them for 20 days and then they're out again. They just want yeah, numbers. That's crazy. Yeah, Man. they just want numbers. They just want to add on to that thing. And, and they displace people. They're homeless, but you know, I say, you know, maybe homeless, but Oceanside, you know, is their home. They're houseless. They're not homeless. Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah. they're houseless. The Oceanside is their home, and we're, we're, we're their neighbors. Exactly. So Big we, time, we, we dude. And, 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 you know, right here at the Kinkin Podcast, we've had the privilege to actually speak to uh, some of our local politicians, and we've asked them, like, what can we do about this homeless situation? Uh, I, I don't want to say they steer away from the, the topic. But not me. But they, 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 they don't give us a clear answer. They're, they're saying that they want to develop uh, you know, like a little affordable housing, uh, yeah, communities like, and stuff like that. that man? But it's like housing now. that that's just uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of like something to kind of keep you quiet. Like it's uh, it's an immediate answer for something that it's a long term solution. Exactly, uh, it's a band aid on a bullet wound. Yeah, yeah, it's a band aid for sure. Yeah, and like I mean, I've been there with those folks. We've all this grassroots organization that we've been working with. They've been there for months. We know their names. We know their stories. We feel their raw struggles. And as much as I can be here and talk about everything, I will actually never know what it's like. I've have that, and you have to really understand that. Even though we may come from rough ends, we still have a privilege, and we have to understand that privilege to be able to help out everybody else. Like even though I'm there every single day, five thirty in the morning, we're there with those folks, talking to them, hearing their struggles. I will never know what it's like to be in their shoes, to know what it's like for people to drive by and tell them to get out, to tell them that they look disgusting there. It's, it really is so heartbreaking to hear their stories because like, I want to help as much as I can, but it really comes down to the whole institution that it's, it's everything that has been up for it. That is, sorry, thank you. It's everything that has been built up for them to be in the situation. And like, I've talked to these folks. There was one time when someone came and they shouted, like, this is disgusting. Get out of here. And they replied, like, yes, it is disgusting. I want to get out of here. But how are you going to help me? Like, they, they look at them and they judge. They don't really create a solution. They just see that it's disgusting that they see this. But it's like, how are you going to help me get out of this situation? Like, regardless of how much they push themselves to become great, we're all going to need – we all need help. Regardless of what situation it is, we all yeah. need each other to Even build each other Even if you're self-motivated. And what Jordan was telling us on Monday, like, man – I I I can't I connect with these people still on a weekly basis and literally it just takes one person to believe in you. It really does to, to do wonders. You know, like, I mean, yeah. look at Bread Story. That that's amazing. You know, I'm sure it wasn't easy. Exactly, and like we work with Jordan as much as we can. We're so passionate about what Jordan does. We're huge supporters of what Jordan does. Like when I first started working with him, um, we work at the Wednesday showers with him, and the first days I kind of felt really shy because it's like, how do I interact? But then after that, I would sit down. I would talk to per one person for literally three hours because that's how much they wanted to share with me. You know, like people cross the street because they don't want to talk to them. People cross the street because or they just drop a dollar and walk away. But in reality, the most important thing is conversation. The most important thing is creating a bond with somebody. And that's what they're lacking. And that's what they and they, and they really need that because they want to know that someone's going to be there to actually listen to them. You know, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean. It's painful. I'm sure it's hard on the street, you know, but we're blessed to live in Oceanside, you know. So if you are homeless in Oceanside, it is kind of an advantage. But still, I mean, you need, you need some help. Exactly. You, know? you need some help. So also uh, with the earrings and stuff, you said what? One earring fee is what? You said three people? Yeah, it's it's really I mean, each of the earrings are only $10 and they're so cost effective that we help out. Like we make absolutely no profit from it. Everything goes to the community and you know we've have we have people help us out we have people donate to us it's really like community building we get the business aspect of it but then we also get like you help each other out like you get that self-fulfillment of 
even though I'm wearing this and it's cute, this is cute and it also helps out somebody in need, you know? Even if this is the only way that they can make an impact, it's still an impact that they can make, you know? Well, if they can make an impact, uh, where can they actually purchase some earrings and check out your catalog? Yeah, yeah. Where, where can they follow you? Can you give them your Instagram real okay. quick? Yes, 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 I can. Sorry, that was his line. <laughs> so um, our main Instagram is Enmi Palma, and that's just when we talk about our distributions, how we help with the community. We also have, like, volunteer links that you can do. And right then there. We, Check out the link on the bottom. Right there, yeah, yeah. And then we have enmipalma.shop, which is just the shop page. You can always DM us. You can always say, like, hey, I want this. Can I get this delivered? Yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. Say the Kick It podcast brought you. It won't give you a discount, but it'll sound hella good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For there real. There you go. I might give you a dollar good. off. Not going to lie. Oh, you will get a discount if you say ah, the Kick It podcast yeah, brought yeah. you. Exactly. My way shipping. We don't yeah. know yet. Emmy Palma, just like the Kick It podcast, is nonprofit organization. So please <laughs> charge you a dollar more and take a dollar off. You know how we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right we get, we, our only profit is Cheetos and alcohol every now and then. I but I, I love to say that the community supports what you guys are doing. Uh, you also had a, an artist uh, donate some true. portraits as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right now we actually had a local Chicana artist, um, Martha, donate all these sick prints with us. And it's really amazing because people reach out to us all the time like, hey, I love what you're doing. I also do this. Could I support? And it's genuinely like if it's it's so nice to see that people who also make art, people who also reach out to the community, that they want to come and help us because they see what we do and they know that we can make a difference and know that they can make a difference. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. What did you guys do? I know you got your thinking cap on. I'll see you. I, I got you guys with no words. Everything is just too empowering that you're like, I can't even think of anything to say. Well, no, I, I thought you were going to shout out the artist. Also, Bruce bought every single portrait that she donated. Yeah, he really did. He got it on Monday. Ask Louie. Louie, which one do you want? He's like, they're all sick. Oh, Bruce, you're killing you us. Pick one. I can't. You know what? Fuck it. Let me get one of these. Yeah. Yeah. So the art, the Chicana artist is um, Arte by Marth X. If you guys want to check her out. Shout out Marth X. Amazing. Amazing work that they do. Please check it out. Please. They donated all these prints to us. It's really amazing that the community does want to help us out. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. And this is an awesome event. You guys are going on till till next Tuesday. Um, the actual exhibit is open 12 to 8 every single day until next Tuesday. And then we have different events going on from 5 to 8 p.m. And then you can all check that out on either Jordan's page or Humanity Showers or um, Lived Experiences. Yeah, they got great events uh, the Thursday through whenever they end. Like, next Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Next Tuesday, yeah. yeah if anything, yeah. just come by, say hi. Some re- recent April stories, 20th, man. dude. April 20th is the last day. Yeah, that's, that's why it kicks in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm trying to get Jordan to make um, one of the days like a banda night, just straight up uh, blast. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That'll be sick. I mean, you guys need to help me bully him into it, but I think we can do it. Uh, I, I think dude. I think Tuesday will be a great day. Do it karaoke. Yeah, to finish music? off strong. Dude, but I, I can't wait. He's gonna do karaoke. Yeah, he's gonna do karaoke. I'll do karaoke too. Karaoke. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, everybody, I got one stop guy by. That knows how to do yes. karaoke. He's not on the camera, but he's in the background. Hey, hey right yeah. on, right on. <laughs> yeah, everybody, please try to make your way out. Stop yeah. by out here in Close Highway. It's open until four twenty of this month. Uh, this Saturday is actually gonna be like the more main event. I think I think even Friday. Friday they're gonna have burgers, but Saturday, Ooh. Saturday we're gonna have local artists out here. Ross yeah. May is gonna be on the building, so Ross you know May it's always gonna get down. Building on Saturday, bro. Hey. So please yeah. come out and check it out for real. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. I'm so excited for what everybody has to offer, and I'm so excited for just like community building because you know a lot of these folks you meet them. And then we actually create bonds with them because they're consistent. They want to help out. They want to support. If it's Jordan, if it's Oscar, and if it's us, anything really helps out the community and it helps support each other, you know? 
No, big time. It'll basically show you insight about how the different players and also how you stand in the social structure in exactly. today's America mm-hmm. that you actually could contribute mm-hmm. in one type of way or another. Exactly. And all of us, I believe, in California especially comes from that background one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you don't, good grass, good for you. No hate. No hate. <laughs> Never attend on nothing no. like that. But we're tackling on another fu- on a fucking subject that's been fucking plaguing this whole time society's built itself, which is poverty and the poor to the middle class, to the high standard class. There's a reason why there's a whole stand- structure being built. There's a reason why somebody can't get the resources. There's yeah. a reason why this is still going on. There's a reason why somebody's still getting fined off for the money. And exactly. even then, even the organizations that are still built uh, to help fucking counteract <laughs> this, we still can't solve it, right? Exactly, we still can't yeah. solve world hungry. Cool. We still can't solve. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Poverty. When I donated my when I donated even... my hair, you know, there was a <laughs> there was a lot of like well known organizations to donate to, and I looked into them. Like, nah, like they actually charged the cancer patients to get the hair. So I actually did my research because yeah, like some yeah. of these, some of these people for a good cause is not really a good cause, but we're only in just one community is Oceanside trying to embrace and help our homeless society. Exactly. Unlike Las Vegas, who just literally gives them a free ticket back home to wherever they're originally from. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's pretty yeah. hard in, in even, L.A. I'm not as hard in San Diego. You know what Hawaii, Hawaii does? There's homeless. They, they no. find them. We're just if one they're community. homeless, bro, they send them back to the inland. They, they ship them out to Florida somewhere. Give them a ticket. One way back. They don't want them on the yeah. island. Vegas is the same and way, And another man. thing about it, too, is there, not even organizations. I can even tack on the religion. Like, religion, don't like, like, people, like, based on, like, yo, help out, like, your fellow man. But at the same time, look at church, and I'm looking at the infrastructure, like, God didn't tell us that we need this fucking big ass statue or this fucking nice ass for thing to view. Like, I just got with the nice little camera. Tell him. Tell him. No, that's true, dude. I haven't much tonight, but I got a lot of shit to say. No, no that's <laughs> yeah, true, yeah, dude. For real, speak your truth. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Actually, me, me and my dad, man, me and my pops, we we spoke about this subject actually this past weekend when I visited him out in TJ. and uh, he was saying very similar things to what we we're saying right now, dude. It's like. Uh, we uh, we want to, you know, basically envision ourselves helping other people, not our community. Like, like for instance, like most people, when they think about the nation, they, they just want to donate to like a cause that's going to send the money to like Africa or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's like, that's not bad. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, please, if you could start out locally and help out your neighbor, it would reach more people than just, you know, putting in two, three dollars. That's going to go. Hey, shit also, out hey, of and this, this, this is some real spit. You know, if you actually come here and read some of these stories, they're really tough to get through, especially read them back to back. If you look at these pictures, back, that was most of these, most of these people are smiling. And, and when the situation they're in and they can still have the, the, the challenge enough to smile, it really, it really hits you hard. Exactly. I'm serious. They're still, even after everything they've gone through, they're so positive because they understand that, Whatever happens, like they have enough will in them and they have enough strength in them. Exactly. They're so strong. And it's it's more strength that I've felt in people who have a house, who have a car, who have wealth. You know, like their whole passion, that's the only thing that's taking them forward. And that's what they need. And that's why we're here to support them because they understand that with our passion, that we're here to talk with them, we're here to help them. They know that they'll get better because they want they are actively seeking for it and that's like something that's really lacking in like people that go because like people that have housing because they just think of something and like yeah i can get social services whatever but these folks have to really struggle but they understand that 
I can persevere, that I will be, sorry, that I will, I will be able to persevere. And that's the most important thing. And that's, it's such raw emotion that you feel when you're reading these stories, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I can't say any stories, but a lot of them, a lot of them have to do with, you know, either one incident that like it was, it was, a, it was a snowball effect or even mental health. And like, they really need help. You know, they're homeless, but they need help because of mental health issues. But it's crazy, man, to see these people smile like these. These pictures mean a lot more than than just faces, and the stories are a lot more deeper than, than what you see. So exactly, come That's check true. it out for real. Yeah, Please come, come check, check it out. out. And thanks again, Miss Jasmine, for being out here with us and for, for sure. you know sharing your Emmy Palma uh, merchandise out here in the background. I don't know you guys can't see it, but it's literally out there. Though, <laughs> check it out. Yeah, yeah. Check yeah. out her earrings yeah. as she leaves. Yeah. Watch the replay. Yeah, yeah. as soon as she's done right here, she's gonna go and make some more earrings. Oh yeah, yeah there's for a sure. Line over. For there's sure. a line yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's one of you guys' bracelets right there, right? No, this is actually from someone else. The Crow's Nest Shop. Shout out to them. Shout out Crow's Nest. Shout out to them. But these earrings are, yeah, handmade by me. No, show them off if you can real quick. I don't, know, I don't know if I can, but this, these are, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can check it out on our Instagram. Oh, big time. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There one one you more go. time. Where can they find you at? Um, it's Enmi Palma for our distributions and how you can help out, how we help out our local community. And enmipalma.shop for our shop page and how you can help out by purchasing May I say cute, extremely affordable, and extra cute jewelry, but also you're helping out the homies. You're helping out the homies. Helping out the homies. Help out the homies. Get the cute jewelry. Exactly. And Prince. And Prince. And if you're willing to help, man, hit her up, DM her. Yes, I will answer every single DM. She also takes donations via whichever. Yes. Zelly, PayPal. Yeah. Just uh, give her 100 grand real quick. Exactly. Yeah. If you're from, you you can do that whole thing where you, like, send money from Mexico to here. I'll take it. I will hey. absolutely take it. <laughs> we take pesos, we take robles, euros, Western Union, everything. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Preferably <laughs> cash. That's a whole other thing. Uh, well, thanks again, Ms. Jasmine, for giving us a little bit of your time. And, sure, uh, for sure. You know, please keep it pushing, keep it rocking, and keep on doing your thing. I mean, uh, as long as the community is in need, we'll be there to help. We're going to have a post-credit on. Oh, 666. One more last final thought. For... Just anything um i don't know i mean something that sunny street outreach always says is like you can't change the whole world but ocean said is your world so you can change that world hey there you go I like that one. Yeah, right shout out to sunny street outreach. on that note give a shout out yeah, you already yeah. know sure. well man we have another great uh guest coming up Solid right guy. now yeah. oh my gosh do you want to introduce him please all right well he runs lift experiences right now their whole thing is they're building a a mobile shower so that's the whole reason for this funding and I mean, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Oh, Oscarine. Oh. Yo, Oscarine, come on through, dude. Yeah. You already missed the cue. <laughs> hey, yeah, we got Oscarine hey. coming in. Yeah, you're solid. Yeah. It's on. Yeah, so we got Oscarine right here. You guys already know him fairly well from the podcast previously. What's yeah. up? What's up? He, he's uh, out here, you know, with uh, this whole scenario, lived experiences still helping out the community and making sure that we are moving a step forward towards helping everybody out. Uh, what's up, Oscar? What, what, what else you got going on, oh, man? man? What's going on? Hey, thanks for being here. Shout out. Yeah. Hey. Mad support, Ooh, mad respect. Thank you guys. Something's going to go down because yeah. I haven't seen this guy <laughs> in camera forever. Feels good being in front of the camera, dude. All right, right on, right on. So I got to open this up. Cheers to everybody out there. Cheers. 
Salud, viejo. Hey, well, you know, first of all, thank you guys for hosting this event, dude. Straight up. Yeah. Seriously, it's yeah, very powerful. Amazing like, you know how these boys said earlier, like, just reading all these stories is just, oh, it's super powerful, brother. It's really powerful. Yeah. We all have a story, you know? And, exactly. You know, a lot of people don't take like, the time to even say what's up to you no more, man. We're super disconnected. So I think having this space open here for people to just walk in and say what's up, it's super mm -hmm. amazing. And it's, it's wonderful, man. Dude, that's exactly what I was saying earlier. Like, right now, like, in Southern California, like, if you were to walk by, by the street and, like, try to say hi to somebody, they just give you that stink eye. Like, what the fuck exactly. are you talking like, to me, Why are you dude? trying to talk to me? They look down on their phone. Like, we've lost connection, really, you know? Yep. Yeah. Not a lie. I'm guilty of being on both sides of that. You know, there's sometimes <laughs> I don't want to talk to people, and I'm just like... <laughs> I do like my private time though. Yeah, I do sometimes just walk out to the beach and just want like, oh, okay, cool. I just like the peace and tranquility. Yeah, so yeah. I get you, brother, because that's true. But I will never reject someone to say hi to me, brother. Exactly. Yeah, you want to sure. build that connection with for even sure. a stranger. It's more, yeah, you know? it's more of like a, oh man, I know that person. They're gonna say hi. Yeah. You know, the other day we had this conversation. I think it was with you guys when we were talking about. You know what? We're not afraid of homeless. We're afraid of the cops. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And vice yeah. versa, the people, the privileged white people. And I say white because motherfuckers are white. You're not going to deny like, that. Hey, I'm going to call the cops on this, guys. And we're like, why? Because they don't look like you? Exactly. Because they don't fit your standard of what you think should be normal? You know, it, it's kind of crazy that you're uh, touching that subject because I've seen a couple of videos online just these last couple of days where they're resurfacing with like the whole Black Lives Matter movement and all that stuff where you know people are getting harassed just for you know, being colored in the wrong scenario at the wrong time. So exactly. it's 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 yeah. crazy, man. We're still living racism. Racism is real. It's true. And I think we are we are all involved in some type of way in in racism. Unfortunately, Yo, dude, it's so. I don't know why people have to make their lives complicated. Yep. Yeah. What's the point of making their lives complicated, brother? Like nobody's affecting you. Like how bad is your life? They got to be pissing on other people. Bringing everybody down, like that's absolutely ridiculous. There's no need for that. Uh -uh. No. How about you really just take someone's like take your time to say hi to somebody, and just get to know somebody. Like, how do we meet friends these days, guys? We go just hang out. We probably go to like a restaurant, at school or whatever. We're just like, hey, oh, dude, you like those? Oh, nice shoes. Oh, good, good hat. It takes that much to like make a difference. Here. Exactly. People don't take that much time, you know. Mm -hmm. People are just trip on like identity, bro. They just want to make themselves feel better, like. No, like that, shit on others. I, I like that you tossed that right there. How you said, "Oh, you have you know nice shoes or nice earrings, nice watch." Like, it's it's hard when people give you a compliment, and sometimes that compliment makes a difference for somebody. You, you never know what they're facing or what they're going through. Like that might have just made their day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You never really think about like even the smallest thing can change a whole person's perspective, and mm -hmm. you, that's something you really have to think about. Like my compliment to me myself, it might be like, "Oh, I like your shoes." Okay, go on with my day. But to them, it might be like. It took me three months to afford these shoes, and that that comment was generally the nicest thing I've ever heard, and I'm going to think about it for the next month, you know? Your words really affect somebody, and that's something that you should really think about. Words matter. Exactly. If you punch me in the face and you break my jaw, it's going to reheal. But if you call me fat, it's going to hurt for, like, years, dog. I'm calling it right now. Like, at least call me chonchito. You know what I'm saying? Like, words matter. Chunchi. Yeah, words yeah, yeah, matter. yeah, yeah, you know, so He's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're trying to like, accomplish here. Like, we, we put up uh, amazing work by Jordan Berlin, obviously. Absolutely. Amazing, amazing. work. And uh, we're just trying to break that silence. Like, oh, not the silence, but that stigma. That stigma, yeah. I'm like, hey, dude, we're just people. Exactly. You know, we had the event last night. And someone, oh, Cat, Mama Cat was up here. Like, hey, dude. I live on the streets, but I'm a human being. Exactly. How Some, powerful is that? Something she brought up was like, she doesn't do drugs. She doesn't drink. She's just a person. But because she's on the streets, she has that whole stigma around her that, oh, she's a drug addict. 
or that oh she's all this she's all that but no she's trying her hardest to break that stigma but because that stigma is so strong amongst the people it's gonna stay there you know as much as she tries to fight it as an individual it's institutionalized in her that it's gonna stay there and that's something that she a fear that she has to live with every single day and that's a fear that she shouldn't have to live with every single day no i mean especially uh because i see it every now and then like people still still just get harassed for as you mentioned just just for looking a certain way exactly. or being in a certain area like they just automatically create a a, a stereotype for your being it, it's, yeah. it's 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 crazy no man. Sense. Nah, it makes really no doesn't sense. i mean you know what let me take a drink <laughs> I mean, it's also heartbreaking because it's heartbreaking. Yeah, because like it's, it's super taught. heartbreaking. You know what? So everybody is born into some loving hands of their mother, mm-hmm. and they're wrapped into this loving hands of like a nurse, and they they go to this home, and nobody knows racism, nobody knows hate. Mm-hmm. We all know love, right? Until like we're like about maybe ten, and they're like, oh, okay, I hate this guy, I hate this kid, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like eighteen, and you got like this this nice little bank account because your parents gave it to you or whatever. Or you because you work hard, whatever. Or you had the, the you had the ability to work, whatever, whatever it was. Some people get nice bank accounts at eighteen, brother. You know what? But <laughs> the point is that there's no need because you have something that others don't. There's no need for you to be a dick about it. Exactly. There's no need, bro. You know what? I share it. You're gonna die one day. Have you ever seen a a hearse with a U-Haul attached to it? Yo, have you ever seen a, a dead person use? Have you ever seen a dead true. person with a yeah. U-Haul behind me? Like, hey, exactly. I'm gonna take my furniture <laughs> and I'm gonna take it with me because I need it in my afterlife. I just exactly. heard that shit today. From Denzel Washington, I kid you not, I swear. <laughs> I love Denzel Washington. <laughs> but but the point is that you don't. Exactly. You don't. You don't see people taking the materialistic stuff. Mm. Why be a dick about it's it? It's all materialistic. You know, in the end, it won't matter. In the end, it's the impact that you make on a person. It's not what you have. It's how you affected people, how you affected yourself, how you affected your community. That's what's really important in the end, you know? You know what? I am mad right now because you guys invited me here and you guys made me talk about this and i was being happy right now so you guys brought this up but i am mad because we have a they, they kicked out 50 people from on oceanside boulevard right now right and oceanside we we're a pretty good 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 city right we make millions millions of dollars of tourism exactly right? and we couldn't spend like at least a hundred thousand on people i mean this we morning did. we couldn't do that we couldn't just say hey i'm gonna give you like a, your voucher at a hotel we How spent that, thousands bro? on the rocks to make anti-homeless to where everything they kicked out. They spent thousands on and those they couldn't rocks. give that to the homeless to like live in a nice house? They Yo, man, th- give them th- for social service that, that, that they're lacking. Some of these folks just need to enter sobriety programs, but they're not going to offer that. Because they just care about keeping their precious Oceanside image up. But in reality, this is Oceanside. And Straight how up. are you going to help? How how do you want this whole image of Oceanside to stay beautiful, to stay clean? If, if you're not, not helping help Oceanside. The on the streets. Yep. Exactly. That grinds my my what my gears. My gears. That yeah, grinds it really grinds my gears, my gears Dude, man. You yeah. know what? It's kind of crazy that you guys brought it up that there were, you know, actually uh, the solo, the, this, uh, what's the right word? Uh, yeah, displacing yeah, displacing people everything. around and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I literally just went yesterday right there next to the Crunch Fitness and uh, Starbucks because I, I had uh, one of those cheesesteaks uh, right there in that area. I love cheesesteaks. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I had that shit for dinner yesterday, and I passed by the camp, and I mean, I, I saw a little bit of yellow tape. I, I didn't, I didn't think much of it, but now that you guys are bringing it up, that they actually move the people out yeah, and stuff like that, that. It, it's crazy, crazy. and that shit just happened in the last twenty four hours. Four days, four days, and then this morning is when they put all those rocks. They would rather put, they put rocks boulders, there. yeah, and public property, so people won't sleep there. So they spend money to put boulders, but not they money to tractor, relocate bro. people. How, how cheap is it to rent a tractor? 
It's pretty expensive. It's pretty expensive. Like I said, it's just a band-aid over a blue. Exactly. Well, let me ask you this. Well, if you guys could, how would you handle the situation? Do you want to go first or should I go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Okay, so mental health, right? Big time. Mental health. It's a stigma. It's taboo. We'll talk about mental health. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to break down real quick. Mental health. It takes time for people to change. We know that for a fact. It takes 21 days to create a long-term memory. That's a fact. It takes 60 days to break an old habit. Everything that we do here is based on habit, bro. The mm-hmm. way we drink, the way we sit, the way we communicate, the way we make oh, love, sweet. right? The way we, we talk to people, the way we eat. Everything's based on a habit. We wake up with like, what's my habit? What's my routine? Mm-hmm. It takes 60 days to break an old habit. It takes 90 days to create a new habit and master that habit. So at the minimum, it takes 90 days to really help somebody make the change, brother. This voucher program is only 20 days. Right? So this voucher program and everything. Services, what happens is that services, we give a fuck, right? We, we actually get money. We're like, hey, dude, I can help you get to the house, whatever. But that person who's giving you help is not going to be there, like, walk you through this path. They're like, hey, here's the key. You do what you got to do, and I expect you to call me tomorrow. I'm like, I'm better. That's not how this works. Absolutely not. No, has anybody been on a break? Like, has anybody like been divorced or like been through like a hardcore break? You know, like when your buddy like breaks your back, stacks you, breaks your heart, right? It takes time for us to heal. Exactly. Imagine people who lost everything in the community, right? And Somewhere say, you know what? I lost my family. I lost my job. I, I, my people here suffering. Misery loves misery. I feel comfortable here. Don't just don't fuck with me right now. To answer your question, it takes time. It takes real empathy services. What I mean with that, it means people helping people to really make change in people. Don't come in here and pretend that you're better than me. Mm-mm. Don't come in here because you, you think that I, you know what I need. You don't. You're just a dude who has a nice house. You sleeping on your three thousand dollar bed. Exactly. Taking a shower, your nice little bathtub. Taking a shower on your bed? golden toilet. You know what I'm saying? Don't come in here pretending you know. So to answer your question again, though, we need to people to just like keep their mouth shut. Listen to people like here, listen to their story and then offer some help. Like, hey, dude, I hear you. Exactly. I hear you. Let me I'm think about that. What do you need from me right now? Mm-hmm. Here it is. No questions asked, no case management. And that's how we move forward, brother. Exactly. Not until we have that. You know, the, you said it right now 28 days of, of vouchers. 20. Like, 20 days of vouchers, dude. That ain't shit, man. That's like a smack to the face. Like, I'm going to help you, but not really. It ain't help. So, you know what? We need, we need more empathetic services, bro. We need people to actually risk some of their own to give to others. We just talked about it right now, man. Even with me right now, bro, like people give me stuff. I just give it away. I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to have that U-Haul behind my horse, my her stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, take it. <laughs> take it. Just buy me a burrito later, you know, but just take it. <laughs> have you guys been able to contact anybody from our local government to get some assistance with any of this? The government? The government? Yeah, yeah lo- local government. They're not helping. So, so uh, in regards to hitting up like our local government for resources and stuff, it's not that they don't know what we do. It's that w- they always call it what they're capable to do, right? What happens is that money buys power here, right? Obviously, if you have money, people will listen to you, brother, yeah. right? As a matter of fact, this whole thing happening down there is because someone said, oh, those guys are an eyesore. I can't drive by there and see the tents. Those I don't want to. I can't grab my coffee and see a bunch of exactly. people out there sleeping. I can't sleeping. buy my $8 coffee. I can't drive away knowing that. How can I enjoy my I smoke a latte? Exactly. (laughs) And my nice little Tesla. Yeah. And my brand new 2021 Toyota Camry. (laughs) That my daddy gave me. Right. (laughs) Right. So the people they email the the the, they email the people in charge, which are the real gangsters, 
right here at council people, the real hardcore gangsters. Chris Rodriguez. They sit there and they're like, hey, I don't like this. Can you please change that? Right? Dude, they one person, two people. This is a city of 170,000 people and three people make an opinion to change other people's lives. It's unbelievable, bro. Exactly. So because we are Latinos, we don't have that type of money. We don't have that type of pool. We're not homeowners. At least I'm not. I'm not trying to say anything here. I'm not a homeowner. I'm broke as fuck, dude. Whatever. I don't have any, like, buying power. Will they listen to me? Because mm-hmm. they think I don't vote. They think I don't have enough voice. They, they, they think you a don't A white care. boy. I don't like that. Oh, de volada, wey. Dude, for real. You know, that's, the, that's real talk. We'll get right on that, Brad. We're talk, man. So to answer your question, it's not that they don't know. It's not that we don't know what's going on. It's just that they'd rather not help us because they'd rather get the vote so they could sit in, in power. So they can stay gaseous. there longer. Yeah. Forever. So they can make more profit. For real. Yeah, man. It's, it, it, it's, it's sad to see the way that <laughs> politics really work. Because it, it's true, dude. It's all about your influence. It's all about who you know. Yeah. How can you help that guy? And how, 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 how can they help you? Exactly. Exactly. Sad, sad world we live in, man. Dude, you know what? Oceanside, bro. Oceanside is in a beautiful place. We have we were in between San Diego and LA. Yep. Right. And a little bit of Escondido and Temecula, right? We're like, yeah. dude. North County place. is probably like one of the best areas oh. in Southern California because I I've, I've been out to San Clemente and shit like that, like Orange Hands County, down. and it doesn't compare. It really doesn't, bro. If I was homeless, I want to be here. Fuck yeah. And that's Sunny, actually, great food. That's actually a lot of mentalities because it's like people come from inland. They come from East Coast. They come from everywhere. And it's like, if you're going to be homeless, I'd rather be by a beach. You know? I'd rather be by somewhere where it's warm, where it's sunny, where I don't have to worry about 50 degree weather. We don't have to worry about negative 30 degree weather. You know? But then the fact that they come here and then their social services are lacked. Like, that's just insane to me. You know? Like, they come here because they want a better life. That's, that's why... Our parents came here. That's why our grandparents came here because they wanted yeah. a better life for us. But then, because they're here, because of the way they look, because of the lack of money, now they're not going to be even give, given anything. You know? Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. People got to like get over themselves, man. Like, how bad is your life? Exactly. I keep on saying that. How bad is your life? You got to be dicks to others. Exactly. Like, check your privilege. Like, understand yeah. that you you have privilege over everybody else. Even if you might think that your life is messed up, even if you might think that, oh, like, right now, I don't know, I can only make this amount of money, this amount of money you still have a privilege over everybody else. Like, I, I have a I even though I still rent a house, I still live in a house on our own. We're not, we don't have to live where it's four of us in one room anymore. I have my own car. I have a privilege that I understand, even though it might not be as big as everybody who lives. You just sparked something on me. You're right, 100% right. Because even us, this this whole new generation of like, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, this new generation, whatever we want to call us, millennials or whatever, Mm -hmm. we depend on other brothers and somebody else's income, brother. Our parents take care care of us. If our parents weren't there, we'd be homeless too. Exactly. It's not like we're balling, it's not like we're buying our own homes. Exactly. I'm I'm trying to be real here, right? Somebody always supporting us, brother. Mm-hmm. We're just that whole thing about one paycheck away from being like. You never know, and as, that's the thing. You never know when it's gonna hit you. One wrong thing, and boom, you're there. But like these people won't understand that mentality because they think, oh, like once you're there, you become a drug addict, you become alcoholic, you become all these things. But it's like no, a lot of these folks aren't alcoholics. They're not drug addicts. They're just trying to make their way through life. But circumstances, circumstances have brought them this way. The institution has brought them this way, but they don't realize that. And it's so disheartening to see that in our community because it's like 
I have lived in Oceanside all my life. I love Oceanside. But the folks who have yeah, the yeah. money, they're changing that whole thing. They're making it so that the poor become the, the, the poor we stay poor. That the poor, they're not helping the them out at all. The poor will stay poor. And that's the way it's running. And that's the way it's going to be for years until we actually, until our voices are heard enough that we make a difference. And that's why we're here. So besides donating to the cause, how could people take a more proactive role in helping the community? How could they reach out to you guys? That's a great question, brother. I have my moments, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it really does, though. Solid moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's the main guy in the podcast. All right on, right on. You know what? Uh, how, do you, how do you ask somebody to do something that they don't want to do? How do we do that, bro? How do we ask somebody to do something that they, they haven't done in their life? Exactly. I mean, just think about that. I mean, we, we all have friends that we would like listen to our podcast. They come and support, come volunteer. It's like, uh, are you, mm-hmm. I like what you're doing, but like, uh, how mean, do we change yeah. that? As much as we be here and talk about this, there's still folks that's going to go in one ear and go right at the other because they have such a mindset. It's so strong in their mind that regardless, they're still going to think of that same thing. They're still going to think of homeless folks as that same thing. They're still going to look at someone and immediately judge. And it's so hard to change that stigma. It's it, because, like how you said, it's taught. You know what it is, Jasmine? By the way, I love your warashes. Thank you. But you know what it is? It's identity issues. Mm. We want to be the best of the best of the best of whatever it is. We want to be Rick Ross. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I I feel like capitalism has kind of taught us that in a way. It really has. We want to be the Mayweather. It's just more, I think it's more because of uh, social media, the way everything's starting to be raised now. It's more of like an attention seeking. It's more... It feeds more of your ego now than exactly. It, than it yeah, before. you so only. I think it's more about yeah. like best of the best. I want to be me, you know. Like yeah, you only yeah. show when you're at your peak. You only show when you're on a vacation. You never show when you're crying because your mom can't afford rent that day. You know, you you only want to show that, and people see that, and they're like, oh, their life is so amazing. But it's like if you really break it down, not everybody's life is amazing. But you never want to show that to yourselves. And I think that that's something that you should show because it's raw emotion. And that's something that everybody can connect to. Not everybody can connect to the fact that you can buy yourself your own car. Not everyone can connect to that. But everyone can connect to the fact that families struggle, that people struggle as individuals. But you don't want to show that, you know? You want to show everybody that you're you're fascinating, that you're amazing. But it's so hard to it's so hard to make yourself vulnerable because of the whole idea yes. that social media has made you think that you have to be your best, that you have to be on top of everything. I agree with you 100%. By the way, she's from Oaxaca. I'm from Oaxaca. We're, we're yeah, like we're cousins. basically cousins. We're basically hermanos. I'm gonna switch the. If I'm you gonna, didn't tell me, I would have never. I'm gonna flip together. the script right here. <laughs> we don't look alike. I'm gonna become the interviewer real quick. Oh, oh, that awesome. Shit. All right, all right. I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What's missing, bro, from your point of view? Mm. Why haven't you guys done what we've done? What's it gonna take for Ouch. you guys to start your own nonprofit and go from there? And I'm not trying. I'm not trying to bang on oh, you guys. What I'm so saying good. is, what I'm saying is. The whole thing, like, this is why I love this chick, because that's the new generation, right? We had, we had, we had Coyote here yesterday. Yeah, Coyote. And this guy was bars. like, bro, spitting straight bars, straight man. Fire, no? Like, yeah. we were like, oh, shit. This yeah. guy's like, what, Part 25 years old? 25, yeah. Right. So the question to ask is, like, why, how do we change the mindset of the new generation to start giving a fuck mm-hmm. about people? Because not until then, not until we start buying those Mercedes that we can't even afford. We open up that credit card that's not even our money exactly. going into debt not until we start being that person becoming that rick ross thank you exactly yeah like they see like a cause and effect type of thing 
Yeah. 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 Now you can keep thinking about it, dude. I, I think I you know might have you know an what? answer. It's, it's, not even, it's, it's not even a question to answer right it's, now, it's but it's more, it's a question to ponder. At least because we're starting to advance with stuff like this before COVID shut down. And at least from our from our perspective, is for us, it's guidance. Like, how can we do that? How can we help? And that's why we link up with you know organizations like the ones you guys have. Because mm-hmm. you know, if if you don't know what you're doing, then you're going to give to someone that does. Yeah. You know. How are you going to coach mm. a soccer team if you don't know if you don't know anything about soccer? Mm. So that's why you give it to someone that knows what they're doing, and that's mm. how it is. So you know, we have some type of platform where we could expose a little bit or you know give a little bit of an outreach to your organizations. That. Real talk. Yeah. yeah. So I mm. think that's that's I think that's our thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not that we've like been dodging or you know <laughs> avoiding to get involved because like we we we, we want to be involved. We really do, but I mean, like like Louis said, this whole pandemic kind of shut us down, and we weren't able to connect with the people as much as we would have liked to. And um, and I mean, at, at the same time, we're we're a little broke, but I mean, money money doesn't face us. That that's not an obstacle. I mean, help, helping out that 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 comes from inside. You you, you don't need yeah. you know a hundred dollars to help mm. somebody. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just it's it's been rough, dude. But uh, as Louis mentioned, like that, that's exactly why we link up with certain organizations to be able to be out there, be part of the community, and be 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 present and help out. Because like it, it really takes everybody to be involved to actually, you know, create that 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 snowball effect where you could actually help and make a change. Exactly. Yeah. I appreciate the answer because that's exactly what we need, right? Yeah, we need people to that have that care. type of mentality to like yeah. say, you know what. That's not where we're at, but I want to be there. Yeah, and to be a part of the solution is to be literally to people like us. And I think appreciate that the question wasn't for you guys directly. Bruce has no, no, no worries. Hey, Bruce, in general. Hey, yeah. get this. Yeah. <laughs> that one actually hit home. Oh. Hey, sit on his lap, dude. It's all yeah, right. Yeah, sit on his lap. Make it, make it <laughs> collect. Make it a community. You can sit up on the lap, bro. Yeah, yes, for sure. We don't have that much time we could on the Bay Ability because of the pandemic. Yes, we don't have that much resources we could. Do we wish we can? Yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what we're doing with the platform that we're giving yeah. to local artists, to other local business people, to local activists, and also the homies in our old our local communities. I get this shit all the time because I still connect with all my homeboys. Mm-hmm. But they tell me, it's like, yo, Bruce, I could be hearing you on the street with your, your homeboys doing it. It's like, yo, I respect that. I like that. Mm-hmm. And also encourage them to keep on trucking on their own good business because they're rehabilitating for what we're coming from because we're our own product from our own surroundings. And just to give a little bit of hope from, like, bullshit background <laughs> that we do come from. yeah. And to provide in a different way, because you could provide it like this, but I could provide it like that. And that's where the good balances come from. Mm-hmm. And I think something that really <laughs> is like important to realize is like the folks that do that are helping out, the folks that do want to make a difference is because they understand the struggle. You know, like a lot of the folks that help out, like, look at this. All yeah, of shout us. out to Lonnie, who guys got me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> even, even though I bought that, it's cool, bro. <laughs> Way to interrupt the podcast, Lonnie. <laughs> but yeah, like a lot of folks that help out have all come from struggles because they understand what it's like to be like in the darkest moments of their life. They understand that now they can make a difference, you know? And it, it really sucks because it's like that whole mentality of like education is really taught. The way that you think is taught. And because of like if you come a lot of times if you come from higher privilege, 
you learn that higher privilege and you stay there. You stay there with that mentality of like, I'm better than everybody else, everybody right. below me. Sorry, Don, you got to put the microphone. It's, it's been almost a year. That I've been with OKC. So for about a year, brother, Lonnie hooked us up with a bunch of food to bring back to the community. Not only Fallbrook, but also Oceanside. So that's why I wanted to bring, because there's a big collaboration between Jordan, Lonnie, and I. So it it just suited to Lonnie be up here. So Lonnie, please share with us. Who are you? Yes, please, Ms. Lonnie, share. Uh, Let me know what's going on, because I I really want to see what you guys got in the mix right here. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me on. I work for the Oside Kitchen Collaborative, and at <clears throat> about a year ago, I met Jordan and Oscarine and would donate boxes out from um, different organizations, and we would help, we would help um, feed their communities and make sure that they were getting <clears throat> the resources they needed to help them out. Lonnie's being super humble right now because she's a badass, bro. Like, she was there, like, lifting boxes and pallets and, like, loading up the trucks, brother. We're talking about each box was, like, what, 20, 40 pounds? And she was like, Do you guys have, like, pallet jags or a forklift? No, we had Lonnie. Lonnie was a pallet jag, bro. (laughs) Real talk, Jordan. Come on. Real talk. (laughs) It was a good time. I enjoy what I do. It was a great time, brother. So that's how we all kind of integrated with each other and stuff. So uh, you know what? Actually, Louie came up to like help us out a couple of times. Louie, come on. Louie, come over here. Louis. All right. He's hey, Victor. A hard worker. Victor, get Louie in here. Come on, Louie. Come on, Louie. Get in here, bro. <laughs> no, Victor, get Louie in here. Yeah. Hey, Louie, come on, dude. Yeah, you're like you're like the main host anyway. All right. So I'm, I'm going to take our, um, I'm going to get my seat up. Thank you so much, Jordan. Again. Thank you, dude. Thank you again so much. Uh, Miss Lonnie. Thank, thank you again. Louis, yeah, here you go. Yeah, here you go. Tag, tag. Uh, beat their ass. All right, I'm back. Louis in the building. Hi. Hi, y'all. So I, I met Louis, what, two, three years ago when I ran for school board? Yeah. Yeah, and, that's uh, what it so was. So I ran for school board so, trying to bring social and emotional literacy into school, right? You look so different, bro. I did. Yeah, you don't have your. your I did. Face, I know. Shaved, I know. You, know, you I didn't know. have the. And you were fatter. Yeah. Now you're skinnier. Sh- shockingly, shockingly, chunkier, chunkier. Shockingly, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It was pre COVID, man. Hey, but you know what? Louis, one of the biggest supporters that I had over this whole time. He was always in the mix. Like, how can we help? What can we do? Like, let me know, and I'll be there. So, I think this group between Jordan, Louis, and you, I think this is what's all about, and I think this is what we try to bring here today, Jordan. Right? Open up the space for like other people to join. Sure about that, brother. I mean, I agree with Oscar. Like the the best thing that we could do is empower others to lead as well. Mm-hmm. And and it's nice that it's us, like community members, that it's not other people that aren't from where we are right. that didn't grow up where we did that didn't grow up where we did and and it's people that look like us helping our people first and that's what i think is important about this space too like oscar put on this event not some outside group or some outside person it was someone from our community someone that looks like me well i'm a little better looking but he looks like me (laughs) from the same background that i do and so it was 
put on by us, for us, for each other. And that's what we want to do is that we don't need people that are outside helping us, but we need people that are on the inside. Mm. And so that's why I Real talk about here. Like you are doing the work and for your community, it's not some outside group that right. doesn't even know people's names. But it's you. It's like you're loving on your friends and your family, and that's what we wanted to do here. So. Yeah, same. Like, honestly, thank you guys for, you know, inviting us because, like, me personally, that we were talking about a dude before, like, I was not – I wasn't getting bored, but it was just more like it felt like it was, like, the same thing, you know. And, like, coming here on Monday and, you know, seeing what you guys had is just, like, it was a spark. You know, it's a spark that sometimes people need. Um so yeah, so thank you guys first of all for you, what you guys are doing to the community because there isn't that many people out there actually doing this stuff. And I asked us Kareen earlier, but uh, how could people reach out to you? How could they be more proactive, you know, in the community? So my phone number is seven six zero eight five nine four zero four one. Send me a Swipe text. Right. Send Swipe me a text. Right. Uh, HumanityShowers.org. My Instagram is Jordan Verdeen. The best, best, best way to get involved is just show up. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's on our website, humanityshowers.org. Don't send me a message saying, can I volunteer? The answer is yes. Just show up. Oscar I love that. has the locations on his website, times. Just show up. That's the best way to get him. You know what, Jordan? Invite him to take a shower in your trailer, bro. Invite him to take a shower in your trailer. To get the full experience, you have to take a shower in it so that then you can know what we're offering and stuff. And so Oscar... Did that, and he probably need, needs to do it tomorrow morning because he's been here a few days too long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the best way to get involved is just show up. That's just as simple as that. Oh yeah, uh, Miss Lonnie, how could they reach you? <laughs> Through me. <laughs> so, so I work at the OSI Kitchen Collaborative. And you can either reach us on Facebook or Instagram at the Oside Kitchen Collaborative. Um, Valley Gilly is our um, president, and <laughs> she can also take emails. Please make sure you volunteer. We're always looking for extra help. Um, we do uh, kitchen dis- distribution we serve food through the community carlsbad oceanside <laughs> monthly so please reach out when you can i know what's going on you know what are, are we still live right now because i want to give a big shout are out we still live we good we good cool. so big shout out to okc oceanside kitchen collaborative and so uh there is uh there's a guy named mikey mm-hmm. right this guy who is a fucking badass. Excuse my language. He's a badass. We can know he's a badass. badass. He's a badass. He's a badass. And so this guy and 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 uh, what's another guy? Agustin. Um, no, Felix. Sorry, Felix. Agustin's my tío. Felix. Two badass people in the world. So again, this this is collaborative. It happened about a year ago, and these two individuals through OKC have helped feed thousands of thousands of thousands of people. Homeless, low income, elderly people. So I just want to give a shout out to that, and that's what she represents. But Lonnie was the one doing all the food work. That's how we. That's how. Like Lonnie was like, "Hey, we got food. We got you. How much do you want?" And it wasn't ever like, "No, no, I'm gonna give you more. How much do you really want?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, dude, send me everything." <laughs> you know. So we used to roll up right there. Jordan used to roll up with his big old trailer. I used to roll with a big old box. You want? Remember those U-Hauls? 
Let me use your whole thing. You guys are really passionate about what you do, and it shows in every move you guys make. And when you are passionate about what you do, people want to help because you believe in it. And people feel like people buy into that and want to push you in that journey. No matter what it is, people will always see that passion and see that drive and want to help you along the way. So I'm just doing my job. And wherever that helps or wherever that can push you along in feeding your community or feeding your community or wherever that dynamic is, that's what we're here to do. And that's what needs to continue to happen. Real talk. Real talk. So I have another question for you guys. Yeah. So what is what's next for you guys as individual organizations and what do you guys have going on together? <laughs> Me go first on that one? Oh man, the pressure. <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> you know what? I think Jordan and I, and I think even you, Lonnie, I know uh I know we're like organization wise on you. Anyhow, I think we've been doing what's next, which is collaborating with whoever wants to collaborate with us. We're not here to like pretend that we're better than anybody else. We're here to just find a solution for what's happening, brother. We're not, we're not, this is not bragging. This is actually, you know what? We, this is what we do, you know? And if you want to be a part of it, it's great. And if you don't, like, step away, brother, like, whatever it is. So, like, I don't know, for us, at least for me, speaking for me, I'm just doing whatever it is have to be done. Like, fuck your opinion. I'm doing the work. And if you want to be a part of it, be a part of it. If not, go fuck yourself, brother. Cheers to that. What about you, Miss Lonnie? So, with the Oside Kitchen Collaborative, we want to continue to feed people throughout the community, whether that be Carlsbad, Oceanside, wherever the need is. We want to keep providing hot meals, frozen meals to the families or the homeless community in whatever dynamic that is. And if we can reach the people and figure out where that need is and fine-tune how we can collaborate with different organizations or different communities, that's that's what we want to do. We work as, we work kind of as a, with all of these different organizations and providing either bulk food, whether that be produce or milk or whatever donations we get out. And we also provide the hot meals, which I think is really important to the homeless community to have a hot meal. And it it really provides something dynamic for them. So if we can keep reaching people and figuring out where we can help and fine tuning that, that's what we want to do. Hell yeah. Jordan, what about you, man? Yeah, so very similar to what Oscar was saying. It's just to collaborate with other people and collaborate with other organizations. And so there's a proverb that says that if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, go together. And so as an organization, we're looking to go far and to help a lot of people. So we're looking for people to go together with. And so... That's what we're, that's what's next for us is building solid friendships, relationships, and partnerships so that we can go forward. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for having us. We greatly appreciate you guys for everything you guys do with the community. Uh you know, and you know, hopefully it does nothing but grow from here. Well, with that said, we're about to kill this broadcast. 
Uh, thank you for everybody that tuned in, whoever commented. Shout out to Victor, Smoke, Bruce, Juan that, you know, left. Uh, you know, Enmi Palma with Jasmine. Jordan, Oscarim, Islani, thank you guys so much. Come check it out. It's here until hey, April 20th. Shout out to Louis and the Kick It Podcast. Love you guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. you. And, uh, yeah, just reach out. Reach out. Just reach out. Come check it out. Come check out these stories because they're very powerful, straight up. And uh, well, that's it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys soon.